Hi. Hello. How you doing? So good. Kim's already failing. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at Linden Tree Midwifery. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant at Linden Tree Midwifery. Sorry, it's not my fault I failed. Eliza's eating my core and it's so cute. Yeah, I think Eliza's the problem here. It's Eliza. It's definitely you. She's sucking her attention. You are the problem. Guys, we're all off call right now. And we're, okay, wait. This is huge. What? We're sitting on your front porch yes. also. Like our or, it's weather. like our origin story, full I know. circle. Yes. When was the last time we've sat on your porch and I recorded? I honestly and when have was no the idea. last I think the last time we were all off call together was when we went to Key West in twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh that was, that was Does that terrible. mean that we get to have coconut milkshakes for breakfast? Oh I wish. Oh. wish. Oh. Does that mean we get to do with some of the beans. other things we did in Key West? Oh like no. ride like, bikes with Little can we not bells get? On can Kim not get herpes? <laughs> I don't want to get herpes again. <laughs> I don't want to slosh around like a wet seal on the floor with my tampon string hanging out. <laughs> Look at it! Look I, at we, it! Are, we are hot tubbing later, so who hot knows? Tubs. Anything could happen, ladies. And we are drinking wine since we're all off cold. Anything yes. Also, your ferns are different than when we first started this journey, and they are not looking well. Now, well, fuzzy okay. firms. there was a fuzzy fern firms. shortage along with the chicken and toilet paper shortage. <laughs> so I had to pick these things. And that, this is was that people's original like uh, so sustainable solution for lack of toilet paper was just buy know. ferns. There was a fern shortage, like. a chicken shortage and a toilet paper shortage. Yes. God, I feel like I, feel I don't like know anything that's happening in your life also, anymore. I feel like if you roll up to the grocery store with chicken and ferns and toilet paper what is that person doing with all of those things they're just enjoying their life also like eliza's kim, doing right now kim barely caught my baby as her oh, head I hit caught the her. ground i know you did a really good job thank you i would really good her. job I, better than it. that the time that i did the time that i put e- evie down and then she face planted and she face planted onto, onto a rock. rock in the entire field and, and had a bruise right in the middle of her forehead remember what happened to penny also here that one no, time no i don't remember i felt really guilty for that no. but i you got guys over like, it let her go let her have fun she'll be great because the watcher and then she fell off a rock and hit oh yeah that's not our fault though no kids are kids you know what i mean it's part of growing up technically we argue out evie too right babies are babies they're gonna it's gonna happen rocks. they're gonna she's do what they do the also she can electric can you give her a banana instead? she can't electrocute herself she has no teeth uh, so can. we just recently realized we actually did not realize one of our can we shout out yeah shout out to liz simons for being a magical human our lovely and lovely fan she's like her, her super so i mean like her superpower is celebrating people. It's so selfless, right? Yeah. Like she's so good at like lifting people up. Yeah. And so she just like randomly started texting us this morning as a group and was like, "Hey, you guys, happy third anniversary! Like, look how much like, you've accomplished in what? three years." And we're like, "What? What? Ca- what? <laughs> I thought it's been two years. What, what anniversary? We literally just did an episode the other day where we said we've been doing this for two years. I know. But I guess we've actually been doing it for three. Which, God, where I don't understand we done how in three, three years? years has gone by. I don't know. this quickly. It's crazy. But she was like, you did this and you did that. And look how much you've accomplished. Yeah. And she's had a baby and now and she's, she's having, having another, another baby. One. I know. So it's like, 
Oh, it's so crazy. It's so wild. Three years. I feel like it's crazy because postpartum, I feel like I've been like super present with Eliza. So I feel like it's like, I, I feel good that I have a six month old, right? Like it, yeah. I feel like it went really fast. Like I mourn the loss of like who she's been up to this point, but I feel like it's been like slow. Yeah. But then when you say it's been three years, I'm like, oh my God, panic. Yeah. <laughs> panic. It's been oh, three years. Three- time i mean seriously flying by like i can't even believe three years ago the thought of you owning your house yeah and being divorced would feel so insane and you getting married and having a baby (laughs) yeah i'm still exactly the same no you're not you are in a really semi-healthy work environment (laughs) quasi healthy and (laughs) and you're teaching you're going to a conference next week or next month i know wait next week in two weeks. Oh my and god! And you're doing it's all that fantastic volunteering that. for the American yeah, Legion. Yeah, thank you. I you do are love to volunteer. Putting a lot back in your community. We right did the now. domestic violence walk. On we did last night. Last night. Yeah, yeah, that was a very long couple of days after that birth, but it was awesome. Yeah, but you just kept going. If just I was you, going. I would have been in bed for three days. No, I like to keep going. Yeah, that's what I do for better or for worse. Exactly. So. We're here to support you in that journey. I want to say, because we are drinking right now, like, can we just give a second and, like, do a a cheers? Do a cheers. Cheers to being off call together. Off call in three years. Oh, we want to do a hangout, but we're not sure of the exact date. I'm sorry. That's my fault. That's Meredith's fault. I will... Shocking. Meredith doesn't want to plan in advance. I will let you guys know. We're going to announce it soon, though. We're going to do a hangout at Box Office Brewery. Shocking. Br- yes. Um, we want any patron that comes gets a free beer on us. Yep. <laughs> but if you're not a patron and you want to come hang out, come, come hang, hang out. out. Come We're on worth the beer. Out. I promise. We're yeah. And I wanted to talk a little bit about... Speaking of hanging out at Box Office. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where you're going? Dirty trivia. Yeah. (laughs) It was so good. I had so much fun. That felt like a volunteering opportunity. I feel like we educated so many people. I know. (laughs) Let's just talk about the people who should have known more than they did. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. No. I. So people were walking because we did it upstairs at Box Office, right? And so people are walking up the stairs. It was like a solidly over 50 crowd. Yeah, I would say most people were between 50 and 70. And it was funny because the owner of Box Office was a little bit worried about offending people. So right. we weren't allowed yeah. to have mics. We yep. had to like go. He wanted us to like go table to table yes. to like ask the questions. But, but every really loud. But every time someone walked upstairs to do the trivia thing, I gave like a warning warning. Mm-hmm. Like, just so you know, this is dirty trivia. It's going to be risque. If you get offended easily, you should leave. I have to say, though, seeing their faces for the first couple questions. Yeah, they were shocked. They were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> That's what I like. What's a labia? <laughs> Call that the good old just shocker. But I have to say they were su- everyone was such a good sport and like played like it was so good. We yeah. had so much fun. And I feel like people had a good time. And I loved hearing people's conversations. Oh, on the background. Yes. And the way yes. that they, like the little extra comments they'd put under their answers. Oh my gosh. But I think we did get one couple into a fight. I we saw, did. We saw, I saw one couple oh no. fight. Guess what the fight was about? What? what was it? How many, what percentage of women fake orgasm? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I can see how that would cause an argument. Mm-hmm. Yes. For a man that has no self-esteem. Mm-hmm. But it was hysterical to watch. <laughs> it was so good. So my favorite part of the night. So the way it worked, because we don't have mics, is we had to split the room, right? And so just split kind of like orated to one half and I it to the other yeah and uh, there was this one couple who i fell madly in love with they were like older and i don't like i don't know it was like echoey and weird so they might not have had hearing problems but basically for every single question i would have to stare into this older man's eyes and yell 
And repeat the question. The question, yeah. So I was like, what was the rumor about Catherine the Great that she died? And then he'd be like, what? I'm like, she died about what sexual act? And then, <laughs> like, he'd be like, I don't know. What are the choices? I was like, she fucked a whore, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. Listen to me. She fucked a horse. No. My favorite was when you looked deeply into his eyes and you, used, you like, listed off with your fingers, one, two, three. What gland is responsible yes. for female squirting? And he's like, what? I was like, squirting. And then she sir. goes like, then she uses her fingers and she goes, is it the prostate gland? The, the Bartholomew the gland. The Bartholomew's gland. The scheme gland. gland. Or is it pee, sir? It's is pee. It pee. Or squirting <laughs> is, is a myth. Pee? Well, you know what? You know what? I'm a terrible person, and I like kept wanting to like gesture answers. Oh my! So whenever God. we had to do the, whenever we did the clitoris question, that was like, what shape is that? I was making an upside down horseshoe shape, and I was like, oh no! <laughs> Don't like, do that! Oh, I gave it away. But thankfully, no one knows that. <laughs> Very few people know that, and no, so I did I was not really give it sad away. To miss it, but happy that I allowed myself. I did not feel good that night. You gave yourself time. You to rest. needed that time. But I was. I have so to tired. say, I think we set a pretty solid foundation. Yes. For the future, because I think people had so much fun, and I think there we're gonna, like lot. we like we totally filled up that space. I thought we were gonna have like maybe one or two couples. Oh yeah. no, the bartender we, upstairs packed. made more money than the bartender downstairs. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is the well when you're talking about sex, baby. And no shame. Like as we got more confident. It, we got louder and i know people downstairs heard us yeah and I having the time I'm, of your there lives. was like this one family having like a really nice family dinner downstairs <laughs> and i really hope they heard us <laughs> because people need to learn about labia yeah people loved it and i'm not gonna lie like people did pretty well we had this one table that like really crushed it they oh, did a yeah. really good job and then there was this one guy at the bar who like wrote jokes for all of his answers yeah so it was really good but i think that um apparently if we so agree he wants to do it once a month yes yeah so, oh my oh. gosh and then if i was you d- if I, you didn't make it out last time you should come out the next time yeah. i think we we're a little nervous because we're like how are we gonna do this every month like we have to come up with new questions because people like come back right it's not like you get a new crowd every time people yeah. tend to oh, do it over and over so i was like girls like we literally thought we couldn't do a podcast and here we are in year three like we always can come up with shit to talk about sorry i took the cord away from her and she's upset she's so mad so we actually had a subject we were going to talk about today after that little intro today we are going to talk a little bit about our scope of practice both as we can and cannot midwives and as doulas it's definitely been a theme recently i feel like yes yes it has it has been a theme, and I think it's an important thing to discuss, but I think it's really hard, too. I'll start with this, that I think it gets really difficult because we know we have a scope of practice that is suitable for out-of-hospital care. And there's also a great area in it, though. So, like, sorry, is that what you're about to say? No. Go ahead. So, like, we do have a scope of practice, right? But it's also a little bit gray because every state's different. Yes. And, like, even within the state, it's not really clear. And so, like, a lot of times we have to make the decision about what our scope of practice is. Yeah. Which makes it harder, honestly. Like, it'd be nice to have just, like, a really black and white, like, you can and you can't. But then it, but. it gets really difficult because you have people who come to you who really want to have this experience yeah like personal and out of hospital and longer prenatal care and they want it so bad but something about their pregnancy or their health health conditions makes it and they do all the work and they they do all the right things and it still just doesn't end up and it's really hard to say no to those people because 
sometimes you really want to say yes and be like, well, even with this whatever condition, this person is really healthy and is doing really well. But it's like learning how to know what is safe and what is not safe. And it's a, it's a really difficult line to draw in the sand. Yeah. And so as like a community midwife, sometimes I get a little, not frustrated, but it's like, for example, when I was in Florida, if you chart that a baby is higher than eight pounds, oh they're supposed goodness. to be risked out or it's like eight and a half pounds. That's so serious. Because there's really yes. no way to actually know that. Right. So they're supposed to be risked out. So it's like. Or if you're in OB care, a lot of times, if your baby is going to be over, like if they're macrosomic, then the recommendation is C-section for a lot of practices. So recently- Really? Yes. They just go straight to C-section? So we have been faced with a couple of moms who are doing everything right, good diet, good everything. And according to our local community standards for out-of-hospital birth, they're risking out. But then to me, I'm like, are they risking out because this is our community standard and it's just like we don't know if it's safe or not, but that's just what's expected? Or are they risking out because they are truly high risk and they are better in the hospital? Do you know what I mean? Right. And I feel like just like as I was complaining about how hard that like gray area is, I'm also like grateful for it because it allows us to look at the bigger picture, right? Like there's not just like this one thing, this one factor that's going to risk someone out. Usually, I mean, sometimes that does happen, but usually it's like the bigger picture and you like have to like, and we spend a long time getting to our clients. So we actually do have a really good vibe on like what's going on and we can make decisions based on the overall picture. So when we base on the overall care, it's like, okay, so a couple of her sugars were high. Does that referencing gestational diabetes? Well, yeah, I'm just saying like, as as, for example, like if, if someone's overall health is good, but a couple of their sugars were high, does that really risk them out of care? Where I know if they fail the three hour, they are diagnostically gestationally diabetic. I get that. They go to see the endocrinologist. They have to do all of that. But then if everything else is normal, normal blood pressure, diet controlled versus insulin dependent. Right, right, right. So it's all, it's all each person is, is individual, but I've just recently been like, why, like, why is this person high risk? Do you know what I mean? But thus far, no one has been just a one risk situation it's been like they compile do you know what i mean and i want knowledge too like say we're researching the situation right we're talking about what is the science that makes somebody high risk we're always going to err on the side of them being high risk for safety right so even if like the science isn't super clear about what makes them specifically high risk they're going to err on the side of high risk for them and their baby's safety because that's always our number one priority right but i wanted to talk a little bit about like Because it it is getting easier for us to tell someone that they have to transfer. But also, as providers who grow to know their clients and to care about their experience, I feel like people want to know about, like, emotionally how it affects us when we have to risk someone out that we know is working so hard and wants this experience so bad and doesn't want to end up in the hospital. Like, there's a really big push and pull to want to, like push the boundaries and to say that we can't push the boundaries yeah it's i mean well i want to say too like we don't necessarily as providers like want to be at a two-day birth right but i have to say as people who've done it and then support people who are doing it like there's so much pride in that also yeah to be with a mom 
who is working as hard as they are and to be able to like witness that and support them in that is like one of the greatest gifts of our job like it's not something we want to do all the time no but while we're there we're like why god why yes when we went to have a beer whatever night it was two nights ago last night yeah someone goes oh my gosh you must be so tired and i and i was gonna say not as tired as the mom like i feel like i can never complain about exhaustion like you're but you, you were know, contracting for the last exactly and yeah. so someone goes well i bet you're not as tired as the mom that just worked her butt off for two days and i was like, like exactly wow, they've, well they've also probably heard you say that like three thousand i know times. <laughs> it's just like her husband like i recently was at a two-day birth and her husband was like oh my gosh like thank you so much like you must be so tired i'm like I, I will never say I'm tired. Yeah. Like, am I tired? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But am I contracting and trying to push a baby out of my body? No. So I'm never going to complain yeah. about it. Not ever. So I guess, like, I guess what I was saying with that, too, was, like, yeah, we, I don't know. It's never easy to transfer moms. No, it's, it's not. It's never easy to, like, have high-risk moms that we have to, like, transfer out knowing that they're probably going to have an induction in the hospital. That could take yeah. days, right? But ultimately, like, we would, I don't know, I would say in most situations, we'd rather be there supporting people, knowing what they've been through than not. Well, we recently had a mom, too, that literally did everything right. Everything. Above and beyond. Like, if I would have said, hey, climb to the top of that mountain and stand on your head. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? She would have done it. She did everything. And she still risked out. Yeah. It was so hard. Yeah. And you just feel so helpless. Yes. I didn't want her going to the hospital. She didn't want to go to the hospital. There was literally nothing we could do. And that was like, it's so hard. Yeah. It's it's not that it's let. It is less hard for women who don't really try. Like sometimes a woman doesn't really try. She's like, whatever. Like I just eat whatever I want all the time and I don't exercise and, and no, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, it's not that it, it doesn't suck when they transfer, but it sucks less. And it doesn't mean it's not like aware on them emotionally. Right. Like, like there's plenty of people out there who think that they can do whatever they want and then they have beautiful births. Right. Yeah. It does happen. So like, I hear you, but at the same time. It sucks. It, it just, all, it, it, all, it, it was sucks. this yeah. mom I'm thinking of. It just, she's so amazing and it just really, well, she just like so had a whole hard. different journey too because literally she was so unsupported from the medical side of things. Right. Which is so hard. Which is insane. Like well, I've shared her story with so many people in their life, in, in the medical field, and they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, which, but I, but even going back to what you were saying about that, I think it goes into the mental gymnastics we do trying to rationalize, rationalize. it. Right. Because if we see a mom who's trying so hard, who's doing all the things, taking all of our advice, doing all the exercises, eating all the protein, drinking all the water, and we still have to risk them out. When we have to do that, it's like, oh, my God, I want to give this to you so bad. And then you, like, internalize it and take it on. Like, what can you do? Yes. And you, like, have to let go of that power. Right. Like, what could control. I have done differently? Yeah. Could I have done something else? Which yes. is why we started this podcast was for community to, like, process those feelings yeah. and move past yeah. them because they don't serve anyone. Right. And so, but it's not any less hard because moms who don't do all that stuff deserve beautiful births just as much. But it's like... In, in our minds, it's like the mental gymnastics we have to go through because it's right. like this one's going to be easier for us because she didn't do X, Y, and Z. And like she didn't so-called try as hard, but it's still hard, but it's more just like us making ourselves feel yeah. better. That it's, all, it's all about perception. Like it's everyone's experience is different. Yes. Yeah. And for almost 20 years, I'm like, why? 
how, why is it so different? Like you have two two moms, they go into labor. This one will be done in seven hours. Yep, and, or and, less, and or like, less. And then this one is like four days later. And I'm like, why? Yeah. And I know it's more than one thing. It's mental. It's, so it's pelvic shape. It's, it's like genetics. It's size of the baby. I know this, but it's just like it's not. It, it's just not fair. Yeah. It's not you know, fair. it's not fair. And you never want to transfer someone that like you said that just wanted like that's all they wanted was a home birth yeah in their own room and it's just oh i just want to give it to them so bad yeah <laughs> <As> a, sorry <laughs> i just want to give it to you to so bad as a provider like you just have to let go of that language of like it's meant to be right like i feel like i'm a fixer or it like being fix our things. responsibility to give that to you that but I mean even just like in how you like provide support and comfort right like I like to like fix things so I always would try to make it better and like you just have to like stop trying like you want to like you give them everything you can but you also have to be like this sucks yeah I'm yes. so sorry this fucking absolutely sucks. yes and like you don't want to like make it better you just have yeah. to like hold space yes. for that for it to be awful and that anger and that sadness and like don't fix it for like, yeah just I don't know it's so easy to want to try to like soothe people in that moment, but you just yeah, not me. You just I'm like, like, I know, girl. No, which, for, like people like me, I want to soothe, and I'm like, no, just yeah, like, yeah. Just which let is let them be there. Like, I don't it's know a really hard dichotomy, though. To it's a really hard dichotomy, though, to be the person that's saying you can't have your dream, but also let me hold space for how much this sucks. Like, yes, it's yeah. a really hard. Yeah. Like you're you're on both sides of the pendulum there, but I feel like it's the birth where we have to be the most humble and acknowledge that we can't like help whatever's happening. That we end up having like the most bonding experience with yeah. our clients. Right, you get to because you have time. Yeah, to get to know them, to get to know their partners, and then yeah, especially like I just remember um, when I transferred a mom recently. I just thought of you saying it's those births where you transfer. For an epidural and then you just start talking just about like out. where they met yeah. or whatever and we never asked that in prenatals we never like really know right. people's stories yeah. but it's like when they're just resting before as their baby moves down the pelvis right that we've been trying <laughs> to move them down for three days dang it all <laughs> it's when you like hear their story my experience wasn't quite the same this time because they did literally pass out yeah, because good. they needed it but yeah. it was like we spent so much time together and you just kind of see how they work as a couple. Yeah. You know I what I mean? That. I know. Yeah. And there's some really good, good couples out there that just really help each other. Like they yeah. really build each other up and it's just, it's, it's so like, cool to watch. It's a very like promising thing yeah. to witness. Yes, it is. Like a hopeful is. thing to witness. Yeah. Even though it's just like, not fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they're going to, you know, that it's going to be hard and they might struggle with things, but you also like know that this couple has like the tools and resources to be successful in this journey and that yeah. they're gonna like hopefully be able to like, i don't know how we went from together. out of scope to like oh i don't know we're like in our feels so hard <laughs> right now it's been such an it's, emotional week for me and it's probably because it's the first time we've been sitting on the porch and forever drinking wine drinking wine off call just feeling all the feels yeah, yeah. my foot's touching you by accident i don't even I care know, it's crazy I know, she, oh, just, she like by choice went to sit next to you on that bench i, I know, know. It's 
There's so one here. one toe though, and that's I it. didn't feel weird about it at all. Well, you, Jess, never you never feel, feel weird. weird. No, I would never <laughs> you don't feel, feel weird, weird about, about it. a lot of things. You should probably feel weird about. But it's weird because you're <laughs> in my seat and I'm in your seat. I know. I feel like I'm like. I feel very judged right now. I'm like, and I'm like touching you with my toe, and I'm like, yay! I'm like, Kim, tell me about your feelings. I don't have any. Bullshit. You just express them for like 20 minutes. So before we get a break, why don't we talk a little? Why don't we actually talk a little bit about what our scope of practice is? Because there's very real things that we can talk about when it comes to that. So when someone comes in for a consult, we do have a consultation form and we talk about, you know, are the, do you notice that you have any of these risk factors? So maybe yeah. we should talk about like what would absolutely risk someone out of care yeah. for out of hospital birth. And I will start with if you are taking insulin for non-diet controlled diabetes, mm-hmm. then you would risk out of care. Yeah. Yeah, and we were we are all about VBACs, but there is certain boundaries when it comes to like based on your history. One is it safe to have a trial of labor vaginally when you've had right. a certain number of C sections? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even necessarily want to even say what that number is. Yeah, because we're willing. Because it's so I mean, specific to each person. Yeah, each person. Some is states very... it's like state law, yes. right? But for Virginia, it's not. Yeah. So, so typically, if you have like a heart condition. If you have kidney issues, that would risk you out of care. Um, I'm just trying. Thyroid issues would not risk you out yeah, of care. We definitely want to make sure we have a plan in place to help you manage that, though. One I want to like mention is mental health. Oh, that's what I was. Yep, that, that was one my is next really, thing. really, really hard to really like, hard. make a decision about. But I do feel like the more experiences that we have with people with mental health issues we've gotten better at knowing which moms would be a good fit for our care and which moms wouldn't. Yeah. And I, I feel like mental health issues are also, it's very like individual. It really is. Because you need, like if you do have some special, like if you have some mental health needs, birthing out of the hospital might be better for you because you do have more control over your care. So we do end up with people that have that on the spectrum or people that are bipolar things like that, but they're seeking, mental health help so they have like therapy and they're taking care of themselves and I feel like that would be great if you're trying to avoid the hospital if you're just trying to avoid care altogether I don't think that would work out for us we have not had someone like that well also I feel like we're on a journey too where we're figuring out because what we're finding is shocking there's a complete lack of resources for people with mental health issues. Horribly lacking, yeah. And so we have to navigate. We have people come to us with like certain medications that they're on and they're asking us to help them manage their medication use. Which is really difficult to do. Which is out of our scope of Because there's not studies on all these medications. Exactly. And And so we should say like managing medications for mental health, that is not our scope. It isn't. And then we try to find outside providers to do that in coordinated care with us. And it's really hard to find. Yes. And we do have like um, Michelle, who's a CNM. She's lovely. And she will talk to women and see what their needs are. But sometimes even she will say, this is outside of my scope. Like they need more help than what I can give. Like psychiatrists and psychologists who specialize in pregnancy Mm -hmm. in this area. And I like don't, I haven't like really found anybody that I've. And that's definitely happened to me as a doula as well, where it's like you have this person who has mental health needs and you want to help them get what they want so badly. But where do you send them? But at the end of the, and there's nowhere to send them. Well, shoot, even our mom with gestational diabetes. Yeah. But it's like, find someone to send them to. And then sometimes it becomes this push and pull between like, I'm trying to help you 
but at what like and now I'm draining away from myself like we've all had situations like that and so it's a really weird push and pull between trying to help people get what they want and what they need and also trying to stay healthy ourselves I'm I mean, the first person to say that not everyone should have an out-of-hospital birth. Yeah. Like I've said to people, you know, I really think, and sometimes it's just that, and and these are the moms that are hard, where they need good care, but I know they're going to have no help at all. So I'll say, like, you could use those You could use the hospital. hospital. Like, I mean, we can meet for prenatal care and stuff like that, but there are some moms that I meet that I'm like, please have your baby in the hospital. Like, yeah. I need someone to bring you meals. Yeah. I need someone to take care of you to and help you. you. Every couple hours. Yes. And I know that there are moms that are just, they're so alone. And, that, and we don't have that ability well, as out of hospital know. providers. You could hire a postpartum doula. Like, there are resources yeah. out there, but it's yeah. not necessarily resources, one, that are super available in your area. Or two, that or there's super a lot of affordable. Or that is within your yeah. price range. But we have had moms that have risked out for whatever reason. And I'm like, you know, I'm so glad they're going to be in the hospital for two days. Because I know they'll have three meals a day. And they'll rest. And they'll have breastfeeding help. I mean, we can help too. Yeah. But they have like the... Like on people call. that are on shift with yes. them for that full and it's really hours. sad that that's that i or feel that way else, but there's like rules that their other kids can't be there right yeah <laughs> i mean i always joke with our moms like we have a mom in care that's having her 10th and it's like and i'm like would you like a home birth this time so you don't have to leave and they're like oh no absolutely not and i'm like it's it says something when your vacation is a birth yeah like yeah. if that's how you're getting away from your kids we i will stay there with you for 8 hours let's do it we'll all have a nap together it it is what it is i'm going to write that down i tapped in before it's fine like it i has. get it i only have 5 i can't imagine having 10 yeah, like i sleep at our center all the time let's <laughs> let's order grubhub do you know the chinese place does grubhub in strasbourg i did not know that I just learned that because Katie and I were stuck at the center for two days. Yes, you were. And I saw the fortune cookies. I was like, okay. Yeah. Right, and I'll so, you, it, and I shouldn't say stuck. Delivered. We watched a mom being a ridiculous badass for yeah. two days. Like God, that I such a badass. Never could Every have done it. Every time I text it. you for an update and you're like, oh, she's still going. I'm like, how? I know. What? And I kept thinking of Jess telling me that story where you transferred that mom. The one of the only times in your life that you got tearful. Remember? Yeah. And at one point I was just looking at her and looking at her husband and I don't know how they were still, still going. going. Yeah. I just don't know. And I'm like, God, you give me like motivation to be a better human yeah. being. Do you know it's what I mean? so humbling. But also I'm going to get some fucking Chinese food. For the record, so I got, for the record Kim, my 12th cup you of do not need motivation to do more right now. You I need, need you motivation to, to do less. Yeah. So we're going to have to send you to some of the easy births. Okay, well, I, I mean... So Meredith kept checking in like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry that this birth is so difficult for everyone. And I was like, I was creeping on the chart real hard. I can't complain. I can't remember the last time. No, you felt really energized. Your time. I was were really energized. I, I was yes. Like, oh, she's like in it. Like, and it's funny. Like, I was birth so worker, you know how that it. feels. Yes. Like, because there have been, been births there. where I didn't really have like. 
where we were doing when you and I were working together when you were a student and we were doing like eight births there was no break and I just was like we're soon about to do just again. checking out no we're not because we'll be splitting it and it will That's be fine true. but I didn't have any rest and I just didn't feel like this birth I felt fine I was like you know I haven't done this in months and I you, cannot yeah. remember the last time and you kept saying we're about to have a at break. least two weeks off call yeah. <laughs> Which will never happen again in our lives. So no, we're going to enjoy the shit out of this. Also, so we need much. to go to Naked Spa. We have to yes, go to Naked Spa. Yes. Because you have a free ticket for your birthday. Oh, my birthday. Yeah. Birthday spa. Birthday, birthday spa. Oh, can we go right before I go to Texas? So yeah. I can yes. Scrub my body. Let's do Why that. Are you going to be naked in Texas? Well? Naked? No, but I'm going to wear my bathing suit so that yeah, she can get are. a tan. I mean, um, I can't because I'm going to be working during this sun but hours. You're be no, you're also going to be at the pool at the. At the hotel. But not until the nighttime. I'm pretty sure it's an indoor oh. pool. Our day. Listen, oh, Augustine. Let me just tell you something. Dear, St- dear, sweet Augustine. Dear Augustine, starting our day at 8 a.m., who in the hell does that? It's a horrible I'm joke. You know, though, yeah, crazy. And presentation is going to be fucking phenomenal. I am not doing 8 o'clock yoga. I don't give a shit. It's not happening. No. Absolutely not. On that note, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we've talked a little bit about our scope of practice before people coming into our care. I want to talk a little bit about our scope of practice, risking people out while they're in our care. And then we'll do a birth story of the week. Birth story of the week. All right. Let's go to break. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is us. We started our Patreon recently, and there are special benefits that you can get just by being a patron of our podcast. So if you love our podcast and you would love to support us and putting out more great content, um, sign up for our Patreon. There's three different levels of support that you can give. Any little bit goes a long way in uh, helping us be able to continue making this podcast a reality. And for everyone who is supporting us already, um, we adore you. We thank you so much. Um, And we look forward to entertaining you guys for a long time to come all right let's go back to our episode welcome back from that delightful break (laughs) (laughs) i think that was the longest break we've ever had how long was that break three weeks maybe a month has it been? A, it has not I been a month. I can't think about that. I think it was. Oh, a month. because we we started this one before we interviewed. Yeah. Yep. The ladies at Centerville OBGYN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! So a lot, a lot has happened. In so let's yeah. talk about why so, we took that break. I know we said that we were going to tell a birth story and finish up the episode, but then in true like drama fashion, as happens in our lives, because things just cannot go easy the past year yeah. what happened Ever. just a year oh my god <laughs> yeah. okay so we all know that evie is extremely dramatic all the time <laughs> so, dramatic. so dramatic so when we were recording and you might be able to hear it because we we stopped it right yeah. so she was like brock fell on his head he was like, she was actually quite calm i feel like i feel like she could have been more dramatic yeah she was situation. she yeah she she let out the drama later yes. by yeah. calling me a horrible mom but no, yeah. she ran around the corner and she was like brock is hurt and I was like, he's always hurt, everyone. And then she goes, no, he fell on his neck and he's not moving. <laughs> At which point, my whole body, I was like, do not panic. And I purposely walked 
across the deck to oh get to her God. because I wanted to run. In my brain, I was just like, what the hell? Like what? Stop bothering us. We're trying to record. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were a couple seconds behind you. We did yeah. not get up quickly. But no. I sped walked. <laughs> and I will tell you, this is one of the top, like probably top 10 parenting scary moments that has ever happened to me yeah and I've been a mom for 27 years so that's not like so I came around the corner and I looked up and he was laying not in a normal way on the ground and his neck was turned and I thought he snapped his neck and he uh he wasn't moving and he was not moving and I oh my god I could Oh, I'm going to throw you up. You stayed so calm. It was I, just like birth. Like no one that's knew what she does. That I stayed you were panicking. very calm. I also sprinted up the hill barefoot across like the yeah. tr- the rocks and the whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like in my head, I was like, OK, well, that's what I, I don't think we saw him until we came around the corner because you already had him in your arms. I was like, well, I guess that means we're not going to check him. Oh, out. I must have we're not going to leave him then. on the ground first. Wait, was I up the hill when you came around the corner? We came around the oh, same shit. Time. You, already had ah. him, you already had him in your arms. Really? Yeah. Wow. I must. I Listen, I am. a. That was not a neck injury protocol. No, it's way. not. <laughs> it was wasn't. Was mom panic. Protocol. I realized later that I should probably not have moved him, but I didn't realize how fast I moved either. It's kind of like when I picked up Ross. Go, God rest his soul, and he- held him in the air. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> That's a another whole other story. Day. So I ran up the hill, and I just was like, "Don't panic!" And I leaned over him, and I was like, "Can you talk, buddy?" And he was like, "He couldn't talk. Yeah. Like he was like making these weird sounds. He sounded like a fish out of water. Yeah, like I. And so I was like, "Okay, you probably knocked the breath out of him." And I slowly like started. I don't know why I moved him. I should have left him there. I mean, you when your kids hurt, you just want to comfort them and, and pull them in your arms. It's like I know, easy. and I asked him to move, and he wouldn't move. And, and also, I, like I feel like there's a part of you that's like disconnecting it from like an emergency if it was something I, you like saw from yeah, a stranger yeah. like on the street if it's your own kid it's like right totally i would have like if it was someone else i probably would have had someone call 911 and done the whole thing but i was like fuck that i don't even know what i was thinking i just like i don't know you i just went in you just went into whatever take yeah. care of it mode i, I somehow made it across the yard and what denial mode like oh it can't be that bad oh yeah. no i thought it was bad i thought i thought it was yeah, I just I was like, not it's to not going to be bad. But what if it is bad? Yeah. Right. What if that's one of these so moments? I could tell when you started getting nervous. <laughs> I yeah, like, because I, I did. I picked him up. Something must have happened where I knew. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. I don't know what I did. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. But why you I picked him up and you brought him to I your bedroom. I carried him into the house and I laid him down and he had not moved at all. Like, so then Meredith, you were like, okay grab my finger and then he did and i was like oh thank you sweet jesus like, i was like oh my god neuro but, exam but then you're yes. like grab my hand with your, your my finger with your other hand and, and like one it. hand he did but one hand was like a little bit weaker than the other right yes but so as soon as he got nervous we're like checking his pupils like, and i'm like move Ugh. your legs move this so he was slowly starting to move but he couldn't talk. So I think he knocked the wind out of himself. And it then took he, him a very long time. To yes. Get his well, we've back. been learning. He's and we very... were still considering bringing him to the emergency room at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I was like, do I bring him? Do I not bring him? And I was like, do you? So I don't know. I don't know. We ended up not bringing him. But you listened to his lungs and he was you could hear that yeah. he had normal like lung sounds. I was like, thank God. <laughs> For medical professionals so, like yeah. what would a parent do if they didn't have these like I know. tools exactly <laughs> to assess their child but i'm glad you guys it was just it was 
I felt a little stressed when you started to look stressed yeah. because I was like, because of all three of us, why did why is <laughs> Jess panicking? Usually we all stay like one of us or, like or two of us. Like rub some dirt in it right. and get over So yourself. I was like, I didn't panic outwardly. Maybe no, but you I just, thought you did. I could feel it. I could Your feel face it. changed a lot. So for us, that's a lot. For her, no one else would have noticed that. But all of a sudden I was like, why is Jessica pan? I was like, oh my God, why? Okay. But he can breathe and he can move. So then I wasn't panicking anymore. Like I yes. was fine. You started feeling more comfortable than before. Because he, I, I thought he paralyzed himself. Well, I was when nervous I saw him that jump I out was of that be like, oh, he's fine. He doesn't have any concussive symptoms. Like his lungs aren't like it was so in danger. And then like an hour later, he'd be like in a dire situation. Yeah. Right. So we like, what if his lungs like are filling with blood? What if yeah. he's slowly internally? But what, what ended yes. up happening was he was like jumping onto a tree branch. And for he some was, reason, no, they, they dared was, him the to vine. do it. The vine. Oh, right. Wait, was, they do the vine all the time. No, no. But it's, not a, it's not a vine. It's they jump from this rock. There's a rock and then there's a tree limb. Yeah. And oh, one okay. of them dared him to jump from a higher location and grab it and grab it and evie then when evie realized he wasn't dying she goes oh god what happened because you said evie i need you to tell us what happened without your emotions i need you to just use your words because at that point she was we were just trying to figure out how his head snapped. she goes oh god I, I we dared him we dared him to do it and then he jumped and he went to grab and he got it but then his hand slipped probably due to the amount of butter i put on his bread that he asked for That's earlier right that's what she hilarious. said. His hands are greased up. So then she was panicking. She was feeling guilty about her butter yes. sandwich. Because she was like, I'm sorry. I just, he said he wanted a lot of butter. So I just like <laughs> overloaded it with butter. And then he fell. It's all my fault. And I was like, but oh my God. But then when his hand slipped off the branch, his head hit a tree stump. Oh, his face was so beat up. Yeah. He's, he has a scar from that. Yeah. Like it, like w- something went into the side well, of his face. Also, their description was that he fell on his neck and his whole body flew up over yeah. his neck and bent in the other direction. And Which we is like, exactly oh. how, like he was not laying in a normal, yeah. like, but you all didn't see it because apparently no, I'm a fast a runner. Yeah. Shocking. You're <laughs> so, a super mom. Surprise, so, surprise. Long That's story horrible. short, at the end, after we make sure he's actually okay, we're not bringing him to the hospital. Like we've already been feeling like what we haven't been recording enough and we finally were doing an episode. And so I'm like, we're not finishing this episode no. today, are we? We're like, no, no we're no. not. We all were starting to like adrenaline drain at that It was point. terrible. And, yeah. then, and then I was still a little like 30 minutes into it. Like you, Meredith, are usually the one that's like, listen, you're you're being panicky. He's fine. Oh, I was still nervous. And you were like, listen, if you need to take him to the ER, then you do that. Yeah. You need to do whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, is it that bad what that you're do? telling no, me? No, I, I was just, I'm doing that. I did what I tell all of our moms. You right. have to do what you are going to help be, help you oh, feel comfortable. And I recognized, with. I was like, why is she using her midwife voice with me? <laughs> Nothing is making sense. <laughs> Jess looks panicky. Meredith's talking to me like I have just given birth and I feel fine. This isn't okay. I was You're fine. in shock. Right. I was in shock. And but so then there was like definitely a moment where he was on the bed where we it, like it was very clear he had four women like doting on oh. him and he was just like, mm, OK, like, I guess I'll accept. All He's like, attention. oh, my God, they're paying attention to me. <laughs> yes. And so like our panic hit was building and then it was like we hit this plateau of this is where we were. And then this went on for 30 minutes to an hour. And all of a sudden this little shit. I was like, blah, blah. He just gets up and walks away. He just got up he and went, he went walked from like not away. being able to lift his head. 
to walking, standing up and walking into the castle. And I was, and Mary's like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my, oh my God!" It was like when Jesus walked on water, well, and yeah. you're like, you also, "What?" And you get it? Because at the time, I'm pretty sure you had said he's not that dramatic, right? He never acts dramatic. So then that happened. But now he's known as the boy who has man colds. Oh my God. It was, <laughs> I just don't even, I can't. So that's why we didn't finish yes. this episode. It was one of my top 10 scary moments as a mother. It was horrible. I thought my kid was going to be paralyzed forever. Yeah. And uh, it was oh. pretty awful. I always have those moments where it's like, is this going to be the moment you're going to remember as the changing point of the before and the after yes like i don't want that to be one of these moments. i don't want that Mm-mm. to be one of these moments Mm-mm. so ironically since because that really messed with evie's head like yeah. evie i don't know if it was like yeah, she panicked what, she, pan- she was definitely panicking like, and telling the me, best version of herself no but recently when i was out of town which i can't wait to talk about the midwifery wisdom conference yeah we'd much rather be doing an episode on that but yes we definitely should just finish this episode and p.s i'll be posting a picture of christine laurie and i flicking you off because of the miscarriage communication <laughs> i'll take it i'll bend over and you can put that finger in my asshole christine if you're listening she's very upset about this falsely accused i'm not upset i'm busy <laughs> she's not upset. and i'm busy as shit so whatever so whatever um but brock i think she's traumatized because when i was gone brock got sick and he threw up like in the middle of the night and she was put into an all-out panic. She was complete. I, she called me, video called me. I had to sleep with her in the hotel room. I had to sleep with her on the screen oh, all night that. long. Like she was like, <gasps> like she couldn't breathe. She's like, oh, my heart, my heart is racing. It's just, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help Brock. And I was like, oh, here we go. Well, her new thing she says is that gives me adrenaline. Yes. I'm just oh, feeling wow. my body is flooding with adrenaline. And then when Chuck got sick and he was throwing up, she was panicking again. And I was like, we're going to have to revisit your desire to be a midwife if you can't handle vomit. Because <laughs> or we just need to go back or and adrenaline. maybe revisit some of her trauma that has caused her to be constantly flooded with adrenaline. For example, if you hand someone an overly buttered biscuit, give them a goddamn wipey with it or and something tell him to jump off a rock and grab a tree also, also don't be a bitch to your mom immediately afterwards because you probably she, are feeling like an asshole for as that soon also. as she was feeling like brock wasn't gonna die she was like oh my god mom you could have handled that so much better no, that's not what she said she said it way worse than that. oh yeah she was terrible she was so oh, mean yeah. But we then just like looked at each other we were like, oh what? She goes, what did she say? She said, you're a terrible mom. Yeah, you're a terrible mom. How much slower could you have moved? Like, could you didn't even try to run. You didn't even, she started out mean. And then you were like, Evie, this is not the way to handle it. And she was like, I'm just saying, she could have handled that way better than she did. And I was like, and you and go, then I like, get out. <laughs> and, then, and then I like took her into a side and to her room. I was like, let's talk oh, about you did. did. You did. I was yes. like, let's talk about your stress response <laughs> that, that was situation. horrible it was really inappropriate jobs it's you will never okay. have emt it's not okay to be a dick when you're feeling <laughs> stressed <laughs> out it was horrible she's got so, time. so she's traumatized still because she yeah. keeps having these panic attacks so she hasn't i don't think she has slept in her bedroom since brock puked oh, in God, her we're regressing. oh my gosh oh, she's sleeping she's the treadmill back in <laughs> no I, I i got rid of the treadmill because now that i'm old and going through perimenopause i like to run in the cold nice <laughs> 
So I really did. And well, I think that we should revisit the episode about when things go like when we need to transfer out of our care because things go out of our scope. I don't remember what we were were talking about. We were talking about when clients go out of our scope and how difficult it is to transfer them when we know they have a vision for a birth. Um, So I think we should revisit that because I think that we can definitely do that and we'll tell a birth story of the week for that. But as yes. a little teaser before we close out this episode and we're going to make it a short one because it's the day before Thanksgiving and you guys are about to go in and do prenatals and I have to go back to my other job. I know we're literally um, here on our lunch break. Right yeah. Now. Um, I'm pumping. Yeah. So our next episode that we're going to record is going to be about all about Kim's experience at the midwifery wisdom conference, mm-hmm. which looked amazeballs. It was so awesome. Oh, I need to ask Katie if she wants to, chat with us about that yeah that would be awesome so they learned so much and we've only even gotten to have just the tip of it just the tip of it just the tip tip. (laughs) i keep asking to hang out but um jess actually keeps working and you have life yeah but even just the tip (laughs) i felt good on the whole on the whole (laughs) (laughs) i like that finger that's getting shoved up your ass yeah that'll feel good too i'm okay with that (laughs) (laughs) keep your fingers to yourself she's open-minded yeah (laughs) she's open a lot of things i was gonna say open it's open ass so we apologize for this short episode but my son is walking but hey you know what brock is alive so we're brock's alive um and we terrifying Hey, we're moving on with life. Um, but yeah, we are going to be recording another episode soon. And um, we are also about to enter a very busy month for us. The busiest month we've ever had for Linden Tree. Mm-hmm. So drum roll. We'll see how that works out. That should be exciting. <laughs> be very patient with I'm us. fine with it. It's still not as busy as what I used to be. So yeah. Yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Is there anything anybody else wants to say before we close out this episode i want to go back and do a cheers to all the moms whose birth plans change and mm-hmm. and they have you know things have to go another direction because it's no longer in our scope of practice mm-hmm. um you guys are awesome it's one of the hardest things to do yeah definitely when we get to witness people at their strongest for sure mm-hmm. yeah and uh I also want to say that I've missed you guys and I love I you guys know, so much. So good to be back together. <laughs> so good. I learned so much about myself last week. I'm yeah. so excited Can't to share to all about it. <laughs> I'd really like it if you shared with the podcast all about how you came to the, the the whole thing about why you figured out why we're soulmates. Oh, I haven't even gotten to tell Meredith that story yeah. yet, but I did. I was able to figure out why. Yeah. Um, yeah, why you're my soulmate. Yeah. When I was watching you give your speech, I was like, oh, I wish I was there so much. It's just Did I miss something? Inside. Is the whole speech available now? Some of it is. It's only half of it. of it. Oh, okay. But yeah, part of it is available. If anyone's Thanks. listening and you did happen to record my talk, could you please send it to me? Yes. We're dying. We so, want to I know. I know. Thing. I saw some people recording it, but I can't remember. Maybe we could just like piece together. Oh, yes. and also I want to throw this out there, which is about the pot. It's about the conference, but I was told I can say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And, and for my talk and so at the end i put up our podcast and i nice. told them that i was told i can say whatever i want so this is my podcast i don't care if you listen to it or not however i am against genital mutilation and we have a great three-part series so if you find that you are not able to comfortably talk to the partners or to the moms even or the birthing people about circumcision use our three episodes and yeah. it will save you from that uncomfortable and i had several people come up to me afterwards and even a couple days later like like yeah. during the um, the other part of the retreat or whatever, they were like, oh my gosh, we listened to it and we've actually already sent 
the episode. Nice. Yes. Yes. All three episodes. It was yeah. definitely oh, yeah. the week you were gone was a record week for us for the amount of lifts, listens we yeah, had. Thanks we had, you all. We had we over yeah, fifteen hundred so listens in one week. That's amazing. So. so next week we're gonna. I want to give just so many names of people that I met because I yep. met some amazing. Do some shout outs. So many shout outs. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up like, like a, a deal. Or unlike a deal, which is why we're so why busy we're so next busy. month. Yeah. <laughs> and the only other thing we have to say is cheers. cheers.